y'all listening to my podcast so i already know y'all like martin who remembers tommy davidson's character on martin i think it was varnell hill what was his tagline on his show did you miss me (laughs) i missed y'all triple c community what's up let's get into this next episode happy new year y'all it's 2021 um 2020 is over and for some reason a lot of people are thinking that 2021 is just going to (laughs) erase our current reality um I mean, we still living in a pandemic. We still living in a pandemic. And um, I listen to The Read. I love The Read. Shout out to Kid Fury and King Crystal. And Crystal um, refers to the pandemic as panorama. (laughs) And so let me just say that I do not laugh or say that, you know, to make light of the situation because I truly understand that. Um, There are people whose lives have been turned upside down by the pandemic Um, financially, emotionally, psychologically, isolation, everything with quarantine, all of that. So I don't I don't make light of it. However, um, I and and let me add that I've personally been been affected, too. Um, I have not knowingly had COVID, um, but I. I have been affected, you know, I've lost coworkers and, you know, I know people close to me who have suffered with the virus. So I get, I, I understand, but I just think calling it a panorama, it just kind of, it lightens the mood for me sometimes, um, of our reality. I mean, so it's a panorama, <laughs> it's a panorama. It's sometimes you have to laugh to keep from crying y'all. It's okay. Don't feel guilty for getting you a laughing, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, with all the talk of, you know, Birkin bags and, you know, if he came by you Birkin and you need to leave him, you know, shout out to Sweetie. (laughs) And everything else that has happened, you know, on Real Housewives of Potomac and (laughs) and everything else. Y'all, how come y'all didn't tell me that Real Housewives of Potomac be so damn first of all I don't want to (laughs) pin two black women against each other I think that is a toxic thing that our community has done that the media has done um and let me say this I'm recording this podcast at 11 30 a.m on a Saturday morning so if y'all hear some stuff going on around me that's just what it is okay this is where we at in life we 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 recording podcasts on Saturday mornings okay um so I apologize in advance um and I have a neighbor who has um a dog and the dog's owner is very ghetto so yeah about that anyways are you team Candace or team Monique are we doing teams for this I don't know but I will say this and I'm not gonna give it away for anybody who hasn't caught up on the reunion I'm just gonna say that Monique has a lot of work to do 
Monique has a lot of work to do. I am definitely not absolving Candace of the work that she needs to do because homegirl is clearly emotionally bent up. And like I always say, I'm not a therapist, okay? But I am a human being <laughs> who's been on her own emotional healing journey. And so I can see that two women are both holding each other accountable for emotions and feelings that they have tied up in other areas of their lives that they themselves need to go work out so can we make that a thing in 2021 like can we make owning our crap a thing in 2021 and not throwing it off on other people i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying but shout out to the Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, I will be tuning in for what will it be, season six. Um, and I've actually gone back to watch previous seasons because I started watching season four. I started watching season four um, of Potomac Housewives. And so I've recently gone back to watch season three because I just want to see the build up and I can see it. Giselle, you messy as hell, girl. You you need to go get your life. Tea break. But let's talk about me. Because I know y'all are disappointed. The last time y'all heard from me was in February of 2020. I know, I know, I know. Um, and in my absence, I picked up some subscribers amazingly how did that happen um but shout out to y'all um you know hopefully y'all have gotten a chance to go back and listen to other episodes I really don't want to drag this one out I'm going to make it as short as I possibly can my goal is to pretty much sum up um 2020 and why I've been away not to put my business out there but y'all know y'all know why we here is really just to um see someone or open you all up to someone going through their emotional and healing journey and transformation and really just learn about learn about themselves why am I talking about myself in third person y'all can witness me um go through the motions and get to know myself of shit learning how to do life <laughs> because I'm an adult I'm about to be a whole 34 year old in about seven weeks so yeah so where have I been so in the last episode which was are you a minimalist or are you just tired of being in debt um that was when y'all saw me and that was pretty much an episode that I kind of questioned doing um, because I was in this newfound space of, you know, claiming financial freedom and seeking financial freedom, but it got really, you know, it, it got a really good response and a lot of listens. So I'm assuming y'all liked it. Um, but last year or around the last time you heard me, I pretty much claimed 2020 as the year of being uncomfortable and just kind of growing through discomfort and I I always knew um theoretically the notion that the tongue is a powerful thing and you speak into your life um what is going to happen to you and for you and 
I just wasn't aware <laughs> that when I made that declaration, I didn't know what I was setting myself up for. So I left. I left the part. I didn't leave the podcast, but I stopped recording podcasts to be honest and true because around that time, like right after Kobe Bryant's death and the world was grieving that and, you know, with everything, you know, prior to COVID with everything else going on, I really started to find a really good footing in life and I really was starting to really like my life and like myself and appreciate myself and I kind of just relieved myself of a lot of things that I was trying to do and I just really gave myself room to just be in the moment and unfortunately for you all but fortunately for me that meant not having pressure on myself to do something outside of my job, which was the podcast and keeping up with a social media page for business and all of that. And so I kind of just let it fall to the wayside. And it wasn't a conscious decision. It wasn't nothing like, boom, I'm not going to do the podcast no more. It was it was literally me just letting life happen to me. I was in a really good headspace. I want to take advantage of that. And honestly and truly, because I had made the declaration that 2020 was going to be a year of discomfort for me, I honestly think that the the notion and motive that I had behind this podcast, God wasn't really ready for me. And he pushed me away from this platform because he knew that I had more work to do before I could come on here and start saying, hey, y'all, you know, do this, do this, do this, do that. And I didn't realize it at the time, but as I reflect, because I'm really learning how to be more reflective, I think that was what was happening. And so I enjoyed living in the moment, um, work, because I do have a full-time job. So work was starting to get a little um, challenging for me, Um, but I was learning how to juggle the demands of my job of my career um my career my my future career goals and objectives and learning how to balance growing as an individual learning myself as a wife um as a woman just as a friend as a girlfriend and really just shit <laughs> what am I trying to say I was just enjoying the room to do that, right? And so then COVID happened. Now we're in March. So COVID happened. Um, I transitioned to being fully remote, working completely from home. And that was, oh my God. It was traumatizing and beneficial in the same way. Um, Professionally, it was really good for me because it gave me the room to really stand in my role um, and really learn my job and, and really just have authority, learn how to have confidence in having authority in my role. Um, psychologically it did wonders because I was no longer sitting in traffic for nearly two and a half hours a day that in itself and so 
Um, I had more energy. I had more energy to cook wholesome meals. I had more energy to work out. Um, and so I started losing weight. My health began to improve. My physical health began to improve. Um, and then I'm, wasn't really aware that the pandemic would last as long as it did or as, as long as it is lasting um, for political reasons that we not going to get into. Oh, thank God my tea is still warm. Because just thinking about politics, sheesh. And I am into politics, but I'm not going to bore y'all with that. Um, so my physical health started improving and... I had um, my insurance. <sighs> Let me tell you how the Lord works. Um, and by no means is this to like brag about the benefits of my job. Because once again, I am sensitive to the, the fact that millions of people lost their jobs, thus lost their benefits. And so they didn't have access to these resources. So I'm not bragging. I'm extremely grateful. And I recognize that um, I'm just simply sharing um, my my uh, journey and what and what happened to me during the pandemic so fortunately my insurance company was covering behavioral health at 100 percent, and so I didn't have to pay co-pays um for 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 therapy for my psychotherapy so I was literally going to therapy at one point once a week um which was lovely and because I really needed it during that time because I had so many plans for summer 2020. I had so many plans, y'all. I had plans to travel. Um, I had plans to be in NOLA. My husband and I were going to take an international trip. We were in the midst of planning um, our anniversary trip for our 40th anniversary abroad. When all of this happened, I was like, oh, wait, you know, let's not do that. I had plans to get out and make connections and you know, get to know new people, make, form new friendships and all kinds. Of, I had so many plans because my, you know, my therapist had been helping me really just cultivate a mindset of, you know, putting myself out there in a, in a way that wasn't isolating, i.e. this podcast, <laughs> which is isolating, but not isolating because I'm connecting with people but physically, like sharing physical spaces, overcoming social anxiety, um, and, and just <sighs> tapping into a new me. And that was taken away from me. That was taken away from me because I wanted to make sure that I was, you know, assisting the flattening of the curve for our healthcare system. I was nervous about getting COVID. Shit, still am. Um, and so... I, I was processing a lot of grief, a lot of grief, and I didn't realize that it was grief that I was processing. So I'm grateful that I've had the opportunity to have access to mental health care during this time because, oh my gosh, I can't imagine having to go through this, not having the help of a, a professional. And so when I'm processing grief, <laughs> This is 2020, y'all. And this is the year. I'm laying out the year for y'all in chronological order. <laughs> so while I'm processing grief about what I had planned for my summer 
and you know how I was gonna have all these nice memories and beautiful pictures not necessarily just to post on social media but I was just gonna have a Beyonce summer y'all I was gonna be living in the moment I was gonna be close to God (laughs) real talk like jeez in the midst of all of that we we lost Ahmaud Aubrey we lost George Floyd and we lost Breonna Taylor and then comes the uprising of Black Lives Matter. Uh, okay, so COVID, it's a pandemic. Um, grief from what I thought was going to be my summer. And now I'm reminded of, it's just in my face, you know, and, and black people, let's, let's keep it G, like, we we know every day what it's like to be a black person um especially if you're a black person living in the south like how i am in the confederate south at that we know what it's like to feel black when we walk into certain spaces or certain areas or when we're driving through certain we know what that feels like on a daily basis so to have it in our face plastered in our faces on the on media on tv every single day it was just like the media social media news outlets it was it was inflammation of anger resentment uh systematic and systemic racism and just this time and time again feeling like we're not valued feeling like we're not important and then having to get on these zoom calls every single day and and still be a professional and act like this shit is not happening and act like we're okay when we're just really not we're not and that processing that grief because i mean let's keep it g i don't want to be nothing but black okay and i put a post about this on my personal instagram even with all of this this is my post i made on juneteenth um last year even with everything that faces us as um black people i still don't want to be nothing but black and that I, i feel like that should be an indication to people of how beautiful it is and how proud we are even though the world doesn't see us the way that well people in the world I'm not going to say the world because there are some people who really do there are some people who are not black or brown who really do ride for us so I'm not going to say the world but there are people in the world who don't see us as equal (sighs) I'm not going to drag this out y'all but please believe that I can if I really wanted to. <laughs> but that's not why y'all here. Y'all not here for that heavy stuff. Y'all just here to see about where I've been. Hey, y'all. <laughs> so, boom. There's Black Lives Matter, right? And so, it's towards the end of the summer. And um, my, my, I don't even know how to say this. Um, our nephew, um, when I married my husband, I inherited, um, a nephew 
and um, we lost him. We lost him this summer. We well last summer, I guess, because it's 2021 now. So we lost him in August of 2020, and he was 11 years old. Um, I'm not. He's a child, right? So I really don't even feel comfortable saying his name on this platform. Um, and out of respect for his parents and his siblings, um, I'm just going to say that in the midst of everything that was going on with work and in the midst of everything that was going on with COVID, the pandemic, being isolated, um, from people, Um, If we were taken seriously, because if y'all on social media, y'all can see that COVID not here in Atlanta. We don't have COVID. (laughs) Um, But if you were if you were responsible or if you're still currently responsible during the pandemic, you've been isolated from um, people in your life, from your family, from your friends. Um. And then Black Lives Matter this summer, the parades, the protests, people becoming infected, you know, after protesting. And then this happens. I mean, it literally, it literally flipped our worlds upside down, Um, especially because I've known him since he was two years old I mean so you know for someone to be so affectionately and intimately a part of your life for nine years and in the blink of an eye everything changes like you know the family as you see it changes and anyone who's experienced you know any type of loss in their immediate family Y'all know exactly, you know, or it's still dealing with loss of parents, of children, um, of pregnancies, of of all of that, you know, of friends. Fr- I mean, it just I, like I'm I'm literally speechless, as y'all can see. I just don't, I can't even find the words for for it. The only thing I can say is I got through it on account of. Um, my faith, number one, um, somewhere, somehow I tapped into who I was, (laughs) um, and accepted. And I think acceptance is something that was a huge part of 2020 for me is accepting that life is going to happen. It is going to happen regardless of if we want it to regardless of if we feel like it regardless of if we got the time for it it's going to happen and I took the biggest lesson that I took away from our nephew's passing is be true to yourself and be true to who you are Because when I say this dude was brilliant, he was brilliant. And he was a fellow Aquarius. Hello. I mean, we're just awesome people. (laughs) Um, And so 
he was very true to the things that sparked joy for him. And so if you know me, know me, you know that that's my thing now. Like I always talk about doing something that sparked joy for you. If he was not interested in doing something, he wasn't going to do it. And he wasn't going to apologize for it either. <laughs> um, and so I, and that's the biggest takeaway I have from his life. And that's, and that's how I choose to honor him. And, you know, it's, it's still, you know, we just had the first holiday season, which is weird. I mean, because it's, it's a pandemic or panorama. <laughs> it's a pandemic. I mean, so it felt like a holiday season, but it didn't, not just because of the loss, but because of the inability to get together like we're accustomed to. It's just weird, man. It's just weird. So, yeah, there was that, right? Um, And so then back on an individual note, because I'm talking about how like all these really big, huge um, events affected the masses. Then I slip into a personal crisis. Um, something that I'm not going to dive too deep into right now, because I want to be able to give each individual, um, situation its own episode so we can really explore if I decide to do that. But I had a personal crisis and where I was, uh, sat down and some things, some things happened, um, to me and I took note from God and, I finally began to truly accept um, some of my own actions that have contributed to my current state in life. So um, things in my friendships, things in my marriage, certain things that I was doing to to contribute to a situation or to situations or in, in certain processes um, and even at work, um, I really started to really, and, and you know, work, marriage, f- friendships, um, family relationships. I really had to choke on the huge pill of damn girl. Do you realize that you doing this contributed to this being this way or contributed to this particular person treating you this way or acting this way towards you do you do you realize that and when I tell you my grief cycle mind you I'm already grieving right all all these other things that we've just talked about I'm already grieving that and my grief cycle kicked into high gear and it's it's on steroids at this point and I just sat in the grief stage of anger for a long time for a really long time because I just literally felt like my world had been slapped dumped turned flipped upside down and I literally fell off the face of the earth like I stopped posting on my Instagram stories for two weeks my friends were reaching out to me and one thing I can say um And given and learning how to give ourselves a little credit here. One thing I will say is I did realize that in the midst of all of this shit 
because that's what it was shit in the midst of all this shit going on in 2020 when I was sitting in this really thick anger stage of grief I communicated with my friends I didn't tell them exactly what was going on but I did tell them that I was processing a few things about life I wasn't in the headspace to really be present in meaningful conversations with them and so I just needed some time which is the polar opposite of what I used to do in years prior because I would literally just fall off the face of the earth and so that's one thing I will credit myself for and my therapist will say I need to give myself more credit in the midst of all of this crap going on I did have a light bulb moment and I was like hey look at me growing through the bullshit shout out to me I wish I had like a bell or something I ring it but I literally was in this state of feeling like I had absolutely no control over my life and so I got to a point where I really had to check myself, my ways and my traits. I had to check the fact that as much confidence as I thought I had, I really didn't. Um, I was really quite passive in a lot of ways that I didn't realize, um, which was so detrimental to me. Um, but I was able to flag it in 2020. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for um, my strength and recovery and I'm grateful to myself for really holding myself accountable and not just constantly acknowledging my shortcomings, but actually stepping in them shits and doing something about it. And that, y'all, that takes a lot of courage. That takes a lot of courage. Um, and I'm grateful that I checked um, the lack of courage that I've had up until this point. And I thought that coming on and initially starting this podcast, uh, what was it, in 2019, initially starting this podcast in 2019, thinking that that was an act of courage, which it was, because it's always courageous to put yourself out there. But it's one thing to say something, right? And it's another thing to live and stand in the things that you say. And that is something that I got a really big lesson in during this um this anger stage of grief so I'm grateful for that and we're gonna again we're gonna dive into that one day maybe I keep saying maybe and I'm gonna tell y'all why I'm gonna tell y'all why I keep saying maybe um but to sum up 2020 at the beginning of last year when y'all heard from me I said I'm just owning 2020 as a year of being uncomfortable because I had a lot of growing to do and that's exactly what happened. I did not do everything that I set out to do in 2020. I didn't. Um, and I won't even say things got in the way. I think everything happened in 2020 that was supposed to happen. And if we're thinking historically in terms of the pandemic, it was time for another pandemic. The last uh, public health crisis was in mass, mass public health crisis. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. It was 1918 was the Spanish flu, you know? So, I mean, it was over a hundred years ago. We were due 
I mean, I'm praying <laughs> that I have served um, my debt to um, to health history. And hopefully by the time the next one rolls around, I will be with the good Lord because, oh my God, hey, can I take, can I take this again? Can I take this again? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just keeping it a G. Um, and so something that I've learned from my faculty supervisor um, at my current job is a lot of people beat themselves up for everything that they are yet to accomplish. And there is so much peace and satisfaction of not looking up towards the ladder, but looking down. Because if you look down the ladder, you see everything that you did accomplish. And the further down you look, you'll see how you, you gain a perspective of how strong you actually are, how resilient you are, how much you have overcome, how many obstacles were put in your way to hold you back. You can look down the ladder and you can see all of that stuff. When you're looking up towards the sky, everything that you have to do, you can't see everything that you've already accomplished. You can't see, you know, all the, the skills that you've acquired and learned and applied and how you've applied them. You can't be reflective about the future. Ain't even possible. Who, who can do that? Now, if you can do that, hit me up because I want to know. I'll pay you for the secrets. <laughs> but real talk. And so that is one of the things that I am really holding on to um, for 2020. I'm looking down the ladder for the rest of my life. I'm looking down the ladder. Now I am aspiring. So I'm making goals and I'm holding myself accountable. I'm checking myself on productivity um, moving forward, you know, but let's look down the ladder for 2020 and look at everything that we never thought would happen to us that we overcame that we got through we had to get creative we had to get innovative we had to motivate each other we had to encourage each other we had to you know support family members and friends through having COVID we had to pour into each other we had to learn how to be vulnerable and allow people to pour into us because it's black people we so strong y'all we so strong but we really had to learn how to be different humans. And so I saw something on Instagram that said, even if 2021 is the same as 2020, I won't be. And that is so facts. So facts. And so y'all know, I think I said this last year um, at the top of last year is I don't believe in New Year's resolutions um, because my thing is, if you want to make a change, you'll make it you know today you'll make it in may or in september it don't matter the date or the year um but i do believe in mantras and themes now some may argue that that's the same thing um my response to that is what the fuck ever but i um my theme or my mantra for 2021 is doing everything different i'm doing everything different because as we all know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I'm doing everything different in the way I move, 
Um, I'm thinking different. My self-talk is different. My self-talk was different, you know, in the last quarter of the year. But I'm talking to myself different. I'm talking to my friends different. Um, um, I'm thinking about my professional career differently. Um, Things that I always said I couldn't do because I didn't have this paperwork or that paperwork. I'm... I am going to apply myself and once again, because I don't believe in waiting until the new year, you know, I made some, I, I, I jumped over, I made some huge leaps over some professional obstacles that I had in the last quarter of 2020 and I was successful. And so that right there was my indication to me that if I use the skills that I have, I can go after the things that I want and I can get them. I can get them. So I'm doing everything different and I'm really challenging myself in 2021 to pursue and um, learn rather learn the virtue of patience. Um, staying in the moment, staying in the moment, um, self healing my anxiety by learning how to respect time. That's going to be a challenge, y'all. I ain't going to lie. I ain't even going to sit here and drink this tea with this teak wood myrrh candle um, that I got from Home Goods Burning. I'm, I'm not even in, I'm not even going to sit here and set the mood like, oh, yeah, it's going to be easy. It's going to be great. Because let me tell you something. If I'm just keeping a G and being honest with myself because I'm doing everything different, um, I have a hard time respecting time and letting things play out. And really just sitting in the moment and allowing situations to show me what they are going to be. And really just trusting God. Like if I'm being all the way authentic about it. And I'm really, I'm really going to live in that. I'm not going to just say that. I'm going to stand in that. I'm going to stand in that shit. And I'm saying shit right after I said God. Listen, I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm being true to myself. And some people are not going to like that. And it's going to offend them. And guess what? That's fine. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, and so that brings me to my final point. Because I told y'all I wasn't going to drag this out. Um, I just, I wanted to check in. Let y'all know I love y'all and I miss y'all. Um, and let y'all know what's been happening to me. Why y'all ain't seen me <laughs> or heard from me all year. And the last thing is just really to talk about the direction of this podcast. Um, and guess what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with this podcast. I don't know. And I'm really just being honest. I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I'm doing every because I'm doing everything different, right? I'm not just saying that. I'm standing in it. And if I'm doing everything different, I'm going to sit here and say, that I don't know. I don't have the direction of this podcast figured out. Um, and I don't want to say I'm giving myself grace um, and that be perceived as laziness. <laughs> um, but I really want to figure out what I want to do with it, direct, what direction I want it to take. Or if I want to turn this into a thing or if I just want this to be my auditory journal um, for myself one day, if, if I want to make this into my legacy, you know, just so, you know, whenever the God, God sees fit for me to transition, um, that this is, this would be a piece of me left behind to encourage and motivate people. I don't know what I want this to be. I don't know what it's going to turn into. I know I have some thoughts about it. 
Um, I haven't written them down yet. I need to and I will. <sighs> but I don't know. Um, I've gotten good feedback from people. Um, I've gotten a couple of emails. Um, for some reason, my reviews are not showing up in Apple Podcasts. And I'm really annoyed about that. Um, I Maybe because I haven't been being consistent. Hello. <laughs> but I do know that um, I want to be honest with y'all and I want to keep it real with y'all. And so I'm not doing my key curls um, Instagram right now. I'm not checking it. <laughs> maybe that's being too honest. I just want to keep it real with y'all. Um, but I am still checking my key curls um, email. So if you want to reach out to me, it's K-E-Y-C-U-R-L-S at gmail.com. Um, and I have some plans. I got some plans for 2021. Um, and we're going to see. Um, I'm going to apply myself. I'm going to hold myself accountable. And I really just want to trust um, that I'm stepping into my purpose. Because that's what I want. And that was a hard prayer, a fervent prayer that I had at the top of 2021. And that fervent prayer for finding purpose uh, quickly transitioned into a fervent prayer for survival and guidance just trying to get through last year um well I'm, I'm willing it in I'm still processing a lot of grief um from last year but I'm, I'm willing it in and I want to get back to that and um I'm a member of changing a generation um that is led by um Bishop Paula S. Morton and Dr. Deborah Morton um here in Atlanta and Southwest Atlanta and when I watched watch service um for New Year's Eve this year bringing in this year Bishop Morton talked on living in your purpose um for the sake of making the world a better place and I honestly feel like 2021 is going to reveal something for me. I don't know in what facets of my life, but I feel it. Even even in sitting here recording this right now with the notes for this podcast episode on my iPhone memos and just saying these words, my body is getting warm because I can I can feel it. I can feel that Something is going to be revealed to me this year. I'm hoping that it's not anything that will crush my spirit or scar my flesh. But I do know that I am going to trust God in a way that I've never trusted before. I'm going to be authentic to myself. I'm still going to keep it real with myself. I'm still going to be me. So let's just keep it all the way 1,000, okay? <laughs> um, but I am definitely, I'm definitely going to push myself. And we're going to see where it goes. Um, 2021, y'all, happy new you. If you're listening to this, guess what? You made it. <laughs> You made it, um, regardless of if you, um, if someone transitioned into the heavenly realm um, last year and you're stepping into 2021 without them, you made it. 
um, if you survived COVID, um, you made it. If you survived supporting a loved one through COVID or, you know, any type of ailment, being sick, you made it. Um, if you survived being unemployed and having to take care of your children and your family, you made it. And it may not look the way you thought it was going to look, but look down the ladder. Look down the ladder. You made it. And so I am so thankful for y'all. I'm glad that y'all are here. I'm glad that y'all tune in. I'm glad that y'all care enough to get this far. If you got this far, um, and if you got anything to say um, for me, if you have any suggestions about what this podcast should be, I mean, shit, hit a sister up. Let me know. Let me know what y'all thinking. Um, I love y'all. Happy New You. Because <laughs> if you didn't change last year, then I don't want you listening to this because don't be bringing energy my way. We transforming and transitioning over here, okay? So I love y'all. Um, and we're going to make it do what it do this year, y'all. Peace. Perfect.